Welcome to Unbound, a show where we talk about how to break free and live authentically. I'm your host and integrative healer, Crystal Lynn, and I help women to make their lives their medicine through integrative nutrition, emotional healing, and spiritual connection. If you're ready to break free of the chains that are holding you back, heal your pain, up-level your mindset, and become the best version of yourself, body, mind, and spirit, then stick around. I'm so grateful that you're here. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Super happy to be talking to you guys today about emotional digestion. I think that we hear a lot about optimizing physical digestion, and that is obviously extremely valuable. Super uh, passionate about gut health and optimizing digestion. However, from a holistic standpoint, there is a whole other side of our digestion via our emotions. And this is so important because we know that our emotions can manifest in our organs. So, you know, undigested emotions can live in your gut and cause you gut troubles. So even if you're optimizing your physical digestion, sometimes you're still going to have issues if that emotional piece isn't also taken care of. Holistic health means caring for the mind, the body, and the spirit. So we have to take into account all of those facets in order to reach optimal health and sustain it. So when we're talking about emotional digestion, what do we mean? So, you know, obviously physical digestion, we know if physical digestion doesn't happen daily, we're going to be in a lot of trouble, right? If you, if you get backed up and your physical digestion isn't optimized, you're not going to feel good. You're going to be bloated. You're going to be fatigued. You are going to have brain fog. You're just not going to be feeling great and you're probably going to be in some pain. So we know that if physical digestion isn't optimized and taken care of on the daily, that we are going to suffer. And I think that we don't consider the fact that emotional digestion is is a, a mirror to that. Our, our care for our emotional digestion should be a mirror of that. And what I mean by that is a lot of times I think that we don't consider digesting the emotions until they are at the point that either they've backed up so much, right? Your emotional digestion has slowed down so much that it takes a toll and you really notice, right? And you have that, that whole outburst, that backup of emotion, or you go through something severely stressful or maybe a little bit traumatic that forces you to... Uh, face those emotions and it it is a catalyst for some really strong emotion. So just like your food needs to be digested every day, so do your emotions. And I don't think that we do this enough. I think that sometimes we wait until the quote unquote pipes back up emotionally and then we start to take care of it instead of doing these little um, cleanups daily. So when we talk about emotional digestion, something that's really important is to note that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred or transformed. Um, So for example, sadness um, coming into the space of emotional digestion creates the opportunity to choose transformation once that's been chewed well enough, right? And then that leads to a new emotional state. So I want to focus in on that space in between, that space to choose transformation because that leads us to the concept of renewing of the mind, 
right? So renewing of the mind happens in that space where you choose transformation, which then leads you to a new emotional state. We see the principle of renewing the mind in many ancient texts and scriptures. This concept of transformation is found amongst various sacred texts and teachings. In Romans 12, 2 from the Bible, we find, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So this is a teaching that we know to be true and, and very important that the renewal of the mind is where we find healthy emotional spaces, where we take care of our heart, where we can trust the way that we feel because we've taken care of it, right? If you have let your emotions go undigested and um, you've got a lot of chaos, you've got a lot of mental clutter, then sometimes you can't fully trust your emotions, right? Because, um, you know, hope deferred makes the heart sick. That's another one from, you know, ancient texts and scripture. So, it starts to become a little blurry, the truth about how you feel, right? But if you renew the mind, you can start to trust and sink in because your feelings are connected to, you know, your intuition and the things um, that that you know to be true for yourself so that, you know, you can start to build that self-trust. You can start to trust your gut. And um, that comes from renewing the mind and having a clear space emotionally instead of letting things back up. So how do we renew the mind? The first step is awareness, right? We can't change something that we are unaware of. Second step is digestion. So chewing on the emotions. What happens when you don't chew your food well enough, right? It doesn't, it doesn't optimize. You don't absorb all the nutrients. It gives you gas and bloating. You might have undigested food in your stool. I know, gross, when we're talking about the emotions and we're also talking about poop. I get it. Not that great. Great analogy, Krista. But Honestly, it works. <laughs> so what happens with your emotions when they're not chewed well enough, right? They they linger. You don't absorb the emotion um, and the, or the truth, and it doesn't get flushed out of your system completely or the right way. Number three is direction. So when you have digestion, you create the space for renavigation with your direction. You get to choose where you want to go, and that choice gives you... Um, an opportunity to take action, which is number four. So without direction, there can't be any action forward in towards a new state of being or renewal of the mind. So when it comes to actually putting this into practice, what are the steps? What do these steps look like, right? What do they look like at a practical level? Well, the first thing is that we must express. We must express ourselves in some way. So any form of expression will do. Writing, talk therapy, coaching, movement, breath, working out, you know, if you like to move your body or praying out loud. Something where it's it's verbal, I think, is really important because when we get it out of our systems via talking, we not only think it, but we also say it. And then when we say it, we hear it back for ourselves, which is why communication is so important to emotional health. So expression, um, you know, sometimes we can't talk to somebody about something or we don't have the opportunity or maybe, you know, you're not working with a therapist or a coach yet and writing is your, your preferred method. And that's totally awesome. Write it out. I really strongly encourage you to read it back or read it out loud um, or say it out loud. I'm a huge fan of the video uh, diary. I love like taking out my phone and talking it out to myself because I can talk it out and then I can actually listen back to the video. And sometimes I know that's like uh, when it, we're dealing with some heavier emotions that can feel kind of 
uncomfortable, right? When you're listening back to yourself, you're like, ooh, you know, but that, ooh, that feeling, we, we need to feel that feeling because if we don't feel that feeling about how our emotions are in that current space, then we're avoiding, right? We're putting it down on the paper. We're closing the book. We're putting it away and we're never revisiting it again. And that's fine. Sometimes that works for the little things. But if we're really going through something, you know, expressing it, digesting, you know, maybe you've had a really hard day and and the video diary is going to work the best for you. And maybe today was a light day and you want to just journal it out a little bit. Any form of expression will do. My favorites are, you know, journaling and praying out loud and movement for me. That just feels really good. Second thing is to feel it, which is where that listening back comes into play if you choose to do a video diary, but taking time to feel the things that you've expressed. Remember that the goal is not to destroy these emotions. We cannot, we cannot destroy them. They need to be, you know, transformed. We want to know them and befriend them so that we can transform them into something beautiful and something brand new. And you know, I, I work a lot with clients on on parts work. So uh, I use parts and memory therapy. It's based on the concept of multiplicity. And basically we work with these different parts of your subconscious to pull them out piece by piece. Okay, you're feeling this type of way about this situation. Let's dissect the um, betrayed part or let's dissect the angry part. And let's take a look at it and let's see, let's dissect the procrastination part of yourself. What's hiding behind that feeling? What's hiding behind that that can give us more information about what this part is doing for you, right? Because usually the parts of us that we are resisting, like the procrastination or um, the what we feel is a lack of motivation or anger or self-loathing, usually behind that is just a um, hurt little kid part of ourselves that was not able to process something that they went through as as a kid and those emotions are, were generated from a lack of understanding because you only have so much of an emotional capacity as a child right so you 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 perceive things maybe a little bit differently because you don't have that bird's eye view that maybe you have now as an adult and so the patterns that were generated from this uh, lack of awareness because you were just a kid they, they now follow you into adulthood where you have the bigger picture. So you would never think that this little, like what seems to be a microscopic detail of your childhood would generate these patterns, which now look like procrastination or self-loathing or any of these things, right? Sometimes they're not so blatant. Sometimes they are, but sometimes they're not. They're not so blatant. And with your adult awareness, you, you don't think to, you know, remember these, these moments that happen. And so when we work with those parts, we get, we get transported back in time. We get transported back to the memory where the emotional attachment still lies. We can actually see why this part is doing its job. And when we can see why the part is doing its job, we can stop hating on it and we can start appreciating it for for trying to protect us right so um, i promise you if you've got a pattern of pain i call them pain patterns if you've got a pattern of pain in your life that um, you're just like oh i just can't stand this part of myself i promise you that that part is doing something to protect you and you just don't know what it is yet because there's that lack of awareness right and that I will say is pretty difficult to navigate by yourself. It is definitely possible, but that is much easier with a coach to guide you through. So, um, you know, if you are interested in doing that type of work and you've got a lot of pain patterns, highly recommend working with a coach or working with a therapist. Um, 
I offer one-on-one breakthrough sessions. So if you are interested in experiencing that before jumping into a full coaching program, I'd be super, super honored to guide you through that. That being said, that feeling it, feeling it and understanding it leads us to releasing it, right? Once we understand and we can empathize with that part of ourselves, we can understand it, we can release it because we we ultimately release the guilt and shame and blame around that part of ourselves. So um, releasing it looks like sometimes crying, looks like journaling or talking, similar to expression, right? Similar ways. Um, movement is a really wonderful, That this is the, the purpose of Soma Soul Flow, my movement uh, medicine method, is to express and release, right? To feel those things. It is, it is all of these things, expression, feeling, releasing, and then the last one, which is trans- transformation, transforming it, choosing the new emotional state or belief you'd like to embody and working at consistently embodying this state. So again, that transformation, when you get to make a choice there, it provides you with direction. Like how can I consistently um, try to dip into this new emotional space? It's not going to be consistent. Remember that muscle memory is also true for your emotional muscles, right? The emotional spaces in your mind and the neural pathways that you've built up, you are super used to doing something a certain way. And when you need to change it, right, you wouldn't go to the gym if you're just starting to, um, let's say you're starting to up your cardio, okay, up your cardio activity. You're not going to get on the treadmill and, you know, if you've never really run before, you're not going to get on the treadmill and run five miles, right? You might start with some, you know, interval training, or you might do one mile and then walk, or you might alternate walking and running. Same thing with these emotional spaces. What you're currently experiencing is what you're comfortable with. This is the thing that you know, these are the neural pathways that have been built up. And so you're going to stay stay there as a baseline, right? And this new way of being is going to feel unfamiliar. Know that and know that it is normal for you to dip in and out while you're building up the muscle memory of this new emotional state, embodying this new way of being. Just like as you start to run more, running gets, you know, gets a little bit easier. You build the muscles. If you're me, running never gets easier. (laughs) I just don't like running, but that's a whole different podcast. Anyways, this is why I don't run. This is why I dance. But that being said, the more that you do something, the more familiar and the easier it's going to become, the less resistance you're going to have to it. And the more that you're going to be able to tell your body and your mind it's safe to be in that new emotional state. Because any type of change, positive or negative, right, your body and your mind perceive it as moving away from what it knows to be homeostasis. So it's going to be resistant, even if it's a good change. So keep that in mind. Be gentle with yourself as you're coming in and out of these emotional states. When I work with clients, I find a lot of times that there's some shame around, oh, we made this great breakthrough and now I'm feeling down again. It it wasn't sustainable. That must have been kind of a a fake out, right? It was a tease. That's not true. It's not a tease. You're, You're learning. You're learning, you're growing, and you're flexing that the muscle of that new emotional state. So keep that in mind as you go into that transformation piece of emotional digestion. 
Something that I think is really, really helpful and I would encourage you to use as a tool is to create your own emotional digestion menu. So just like you have um, a menu of maybe foods that you love or meals that you love to create, have an emotional digestion menu, right? And so I'm going to give you an example of what I have on my emotional digestion menu. Yours might look super different, um, but you know, having things that you can choose from so that this doesn't become dogmatic or a chore. Because that is the other thing that I think is really helpful is to have a variety. Just like if you have a variety of foods, you're going to feel more satisfied. You're going to not feel like, you know, your nutrition is a job every day. But we want to do the same thing in our emotional digestion. So having a variety and not creating rules around something that is supposed to up-level your emotional health. I don't want you to be like, oh my gosh, if I didn't journal today... I fell off the wagon or, oh my gosh, if I didn't do X, Y, Z today, then I'm a failure. That's not the, that's not the purpose. We're not trying to get dogmatic with it. We are trying to set aside a few minutes for ourselves every day, whether it's three intentional deep breaths. If you're a busy um, working individual or you are a parent that doesn't have a lot of time for yourself, you're a student, wherever you're at, it can be as small as 30 seconds of you time, just that intention, right? Because what what creates what creates the potential for emotional digestion? It's the intention, right? Because I'm gonna list off some of these things. So for example, some of the things on mine are journaling, prayer, meditation, movement, singing, creativity, communication, baking, the list goes on, right? So you can have so many things. These are some of the things that are on mine personally. Um, you can let's take movement for example you can move to um lose weight you can move to uh, check it off the box you can move because you feel an obligation to move or you can move because you love it you can move to release extra tension and energy you can move to um, get rid of some anxiety or muscle tension right you can you can move for those reasons and so the activity didn't change but the intention did right the purpose, the why behind it change. So you might already be doing some of these things, but you're not intentionally releasing those emotions with it and you're not considering it as a part of your emotional digestion routine. So what I'm asking of you is when you, if you have some of these things that you like to do already, don't do it to check your box. Do it because you want to do it. Do it because it's your emotional release. It's your emotional digestion activity of the day and make it fun for yourself. Make it enjoyable. And from that list of things, right, choose the one that feels the least resistant. Make this a part of your day that you look forward to. Some nights I play my guitar. Some nights I journal. Sometimes I dance around my house like, you know, a kooky person and it's so fun and I love it. And any of those things is fine. I've found that not getting dogmatic about self-care is really important to the sustainability. So keep that in mind for yourself as well. So that being said, I am going to prompt you to create your own emotional digestion menu. And if you create it and you love it and you want to take a picture and tag me on Instagram, I would absolutely love to see that or send it to me in the, in the DMs on Instagram. Number two, practice one form of emotional digestion per day. Really, really, really encourage you to set aside, you know, it can be 30 seconds, it can be 30 minutes. It doesn't matter. Set aside time for yourself to do that. 
each and every day and watch how it starts to regulate your emotions, regulate and optimize your emotional digestion, right? Because when those bigger things come through, there won't be as much mental clutter and you can actually, you know, you only have so much mental real estate. And so if your mind is cluttered, you don't have clarity for decision-making. You don't have clarity when those bigger life things come into play where you do need all of your, your space and your mind to navigate. We live in an imperfect world, so there is going to be pain and suffering at some points. And that's not to be a Debbie Downer, but that is to say, you know what, we get the privilege of navigating through certain things in life. Um, and we get a choice about how we will do it. And the beauty of the imperfect human experience is that we have a wide spectrum of emotions that we can experience. So what are the hills without any valleys, right? And, and that is not to say that going through pain and suffering is, uh, you know, a pleasure or a joy. Trust me, I know that it's not. And I am, my heart is like aching for you if you are experiencing an emotion or a situation that feels really hard to digest, that those emotions feel stuck. You feel stuck in your pain. I am hearing you. I see you in that. I am praying for you and I want you to find your way through that. Um, and I'd be more than happy to assist you in any way that I can as a coach and as a friend and as another human being just to, uh, you know, listen or help guide you through, um, get you unstuck out of that emotion that feels stuck, that emotional digestion that's backed up. Let's optimize it and, um, you know, get you feeling, feeling good again, feeling like you have somewhere to go, feeling like, I get to choose, right? I have some self-sovereignty over my emotional state and I have the tools that I know no, no matter what life throws at me, I can implement these tools and I will get through it and I will be okay. So um, would love to guide you through that. Would love to talk to you. And I, I also want to prompt you to consider what are the next steps in your personal healing journey? right? We all are on one. What are the next steps for you? And maybe the next step for you is just simply practicing these habits consistently throughout, you know, your week on the daily. Maybe the next step for you is working with a therapist. Maybe the next step for you is working with a coach. And if you feel called to have the assistance and you're curious about what it's like to work with a coach, or if you want to work with me, I would love to talk to you. I have um, two programs that I offer. I have one um, that's called Boundless. That's my signature one-on-one program. And we work together one-on-one for a period of time that we determine via a connection call where I uh, really get to know you. We get to really talk about your journey and I build you a custom roadmap. And you know that is customized to you um, physically, emotionally, and financially so we really cater the content of that program and you know what that's going to look like how often we're going to be having sessions together and what the length of the program is going to be based on you know where you're at in all of those areas we get really clear we customize that and we make uh make your life your medicine through um integrative nutrition and emotional healing and then there is my brand new 12-week trust your gut program which is gut focused obviously in boundless we are also you know working with the gut if that is a of a concern but that's going to be more of just optimizing general physical health and digging in really deep into that emotional work gut um trust your gut is a 12-week gut focused program 
focused on optimizing your physical and emotional digestion. So, you know, this can be anywhere from we can have a few nutrition check-ins, which is the first tier of the program. Second tier is uh, having some emotional breakthrough sessions so that we can dig in to that emotional digestion if you feel like you need some assistance with that. And the third tier is where we're meeting weekly and we alternate between nutrition check-ins and emotional digestion breakthrough sessions. So there are many different ways to utilize that 12-week program. And um, I am having a pre-enrollment period until December 15th. So you've got about two weeks from now to dive in, say yes to it. It's got a great pre-enrollment price. It's 20% off. And so um, after December 15th, that program will close for two weeks and then launch at its full price January 1st. So I strongly encourage you to reach out and inquire. Let's jump on a connection call. If you feel pulled to either one of those things, I'd be super, super grateful to talk with you. As always, it is my honor to um, you know, help you and, and guide you and be... Um, a hand to hold through your healing journey. So uh, thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to like and share and subscribe. It really helps the program to grow. Looking forward to finishing out 2021 strong with all of you. And remember, it's not all or nothing. Don't wait till January to reset. Start now. Set yourself up for 2022 in a powerful way in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. Hey you, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard, remember to take a screenshot and share it on IG and tag me at Soma Sonder. Leave a like and a review. It helps the show grow tremendously and builds our community. As always, the DMs are open and I'd love to connect and have a deeper conversation with you. Until next time, go live boundless, babe.